Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hi, Kyle. Lil Baron. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. It's exciting. Sorry. I know. No, it's we're just getting so close. We are. To the mm. games. So much is going on. But listen, last week, we talked about table tennis in right. our introduction. You mm-hmm. remember that. Mm-hmm. That's one of our amazing 35 different sports. Today, I thought we would talk a little bit about tennis. Oh. So drop the table and go back to the traditional tennis. What do you say about that? All right, let's do that. So tennis, I don't know if you knew this, but tennis is one of the OSs. Do you remember what OS means? Original sports. One of the original (laughs) sports. That's good. Yeah, one of the very original. So tennis was offered in 1987 at the very first Huntsman World Senior Games. Part of that was because our founder, Mm -hmm. John Morgan, is a lifelong tennis player. In fact, he'll be turning 98 years old in just a couple of weeks. And he played tennis well into his 96th year. So tennis, you know, was always going to be a part of the games Mm -hmm. from that standpoint. But aside from John's affection for the sport, it's just a great game. It's a great sport. And it does allow for lifelong activity and fitness and fun. And it's all the good things, right? Yes. So as per our tradition, Lil, I consulted with our good friends over at Wikipedia. (laughs) They have have quite a few things to say about tennis over there. It seems that tennis has its roots in 12th century France. Wow. Isn't that interesting? So the Royal, specifically Louis X, played a version of tennis without rackets. They called it Game of the Palm. Or oh. as the French like to say, jeu de pomme. Oh, jeu de pomme. I don't okay. know if that's how they say it. I, <laughs> I, it, sound, it sounds like that's how they would say it. I don't know. I don't speak French. Uh, but they would hit the ball back and forth across the net with the palm of their hand. Oui. Yeah, oui, oui. <laughs> so in the 16th century, they started using rackets. Hmm. And that's when they started calling the game tennis, oh. which is from the French tennis, oh. which means hold, receive, or take. So that's what the server would yell out to his opponent on the other side of the net before the ball was served. Doesn't that just sound fun? That does. Receive, good sir, right? And then then you're ready to go, right? So at this time, the game was mostly played indoors, and you could hit it off the wall. So kind of a little bit like racquetball, right? Yeah. Um, In 1830, they say, the invention of the lawnmower is credited with being the catalyst for the modern game being played outside and on grass which is what they still do at Wimbledon today. Oh, so uh, there you go. Just a very brief wow. history, a very, very brief very history. Brief. Of this sport. There's a lot more to it than that, but here at the games this year, like I said, it'll be the 34th year that tennis will be offered mm-hmm. at the Huntsman world senior games. Wow. Tennis pro Clark Hancock is our tennis director. This year we have 332 players across wow. different age groups and skill levels. He and his team, they put all the draws together, they assign the courts around town. They make sure that the water and the refreshments are available so that the players can have a good experience. They provide the officials. They arbitrate any protests. They do it all, and they do a great job of it. Uh, we offer singles, doubles, and mixed doubles for 11 different age groups and two different skill levels within each of those age groups. Wow. So there's a lot going on there is. Uh, when tennis comes around. Our tennis tournament is sanctioned by the United States Tennis Association and international tennis federations, of course, are honored and also very welcome 
to uh, come and compete at the Huntsman World Senior Games. So do you play tennis? Well, uh, no. You never played? I've played. A little bit. Yeah. So I'm the same way. I've just played a very, very, very little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm no good at it. No. But I do remember when we first moved to St. George, mm-hmm. I, we brought, I brought my family down and uh, I had a, a third grader and a fifth grader and we had just barely received a Wii, a Nintendo <laughs> oh, Wii for yeah. Christmas. And they were so good at Wii <laughs> tennis. Like they could just beat their parents which made them so happy so they were like we should go play real tennis this is they 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 instigated they, okay. it okay we should go play real tennis so we brought them over to the tonaquin tennis uh-huh. courts which is one of the beautiful facilities that right. we play tennis and um let me just say we tennis is much easier <laughs> than real tennis we had a lot of tears shed that day in frustration as we chased the ball every single serve it's like we golf yeah <laughs> I will say that my, my son has gotten a little bit better since then. <laughs> Not much, but just a little bit better. Anyway, yeah. um, lots of fun, lots of fun. So we're looking forward to having a yes. great tennis tournament this year at the World Senior Games. And uh, speaking of uh, lots of fun and just things that we're looking forward to, we have an amazing guest today. Yes, we One do. of our incredible athletes, Sylvia Sawyer, has played in the games every year since 1990. That gives me chills. Isn't that amazing? It that is. makes 30 years of competing in the games. She is an incredibly accomplished racquetball player, has been nationally ranked and will be inducted into the Huntsman World Senior Aww. Games Hall of Fame this year. Sylvia, welcome. Welcome. Oh, it's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're excited to visit yes. with you. So I'm, I'm curious, You, you, we're going to get into racquetball for sure. Don't worry. But is, is tennis a sport that you've also played or did you just go right to the racquetball? Well, I played tennis when I was a child. We, we lived in the mountains in California and no one knew how to play tennis. And there was a tennis court. Right. So we got out our book of knowledge <laughs> and looked up how to play tennis and keep score. And we lived on that tennis court after that. <laughs> I love it. That's kind of how I got introduced as well. I grew up in the mountains of Idaho. Oh, oh did you? A- there was a tennis court over at the city park. And one day my brother and I found our parents old, like heavy, heavy racket. Oh yeah. Uh, tennis rackets. Like they, they are not fiber. They were wooden. They were just old, but we found these and we're like, Hey, let's, you know, ride our bikes into town and go see if we can play tennis. Our experience was pretty similar. We had a lot of ball chasing, but uh, we ended up having a lot of fun and uh, it, it's a great sport. It's a yeah. great sport. So my, I'm, Anxious to tell my brother what you said. He's a handball player. Oh, yeah. And know that tennis was first played with your hands. Yeah. And you could hit it off the side walls and things like that. Oh, I'll be most excited to tell him about yeah, this. Yeah. So, no, it's very, it sounds to me like it, it, it uh, was very similar yeah. to kind of the modern day of handball. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of handball, let's talk a little bit about racquetball. That's kind of a similar thing, except for with the, with the rackets. Um, you've been playing racquetball at the Huntsman World Senior Games for 30 years, which is just an incredible accomplishment. It's just inspiring. It's yes. amazing. But obviously you were playing before you started playing at the games. How did you get into racquetball? Oh, I had a neighbor who invited me down to the racquetball courts. And I thought, how hard can this be? And then she, <laughs> she being heavier than I am, because I'm just a slight bit of a thing and uh, a little bit older, I thought I can beat her and she beat me. And I thought there's more to this game than I <laughs> realized. Meets, here. the eye, right? So I went home and started reading about how to play racquetball and how to get better. I read several books and 
got better and better. I finally beat her. (laughs) But by then I was hooked. It didn't take much to be hooked on racquetball. Everyone loves it. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I, I am also not good at racquetball. There are so many things I fi- I'm finding out I'm not good at, you know, Me too. <laughs> so many things I'm not good at, but, but it is something that I enjoy and I do like to play. I don't have, you know, I don't have the control and like, you know, like I can't hit it right down in that corner and have the ball just roll back. I, I, I can't do that unless it's just luck, but it is, it is Sylvia. It's a fun game. It's a fun sport to play. Well, it really is. And I like the interaction with the people while you're on the court, too. It's yeah. it's a, a fun, fun game. Yeah, you're in there together. It's uh, there's there's some there's some interaction. I like yeah. that word. There's some interaction <laughs> that goes on on a racquetball court. Mm-hmm. So so you you kind of got a, picked it up from a friend and a neighbor, it sounds like. And then you started working at it and got better and better um, at the height of your career. Tell us a little bit about where you were at there. Well, when I was in my 40s, I went back to BYU. I thought I'd better graduate. And they had a racquetball team. Okay. So I thought, well, I can play as good as they can, even though I'm 20 years older or more. And um, the following year, the head person for the racquetball team uh, went on a sabbatical leave, and he asked me if I wouldn't kind of shepherd them along. So I did. And uh, when he came back, he said, I don't really want, you're doing such a fine job. (laughs) I'll just let you keep going. And it was at that time that they changed racquetball from a team sport to what they call an extramural sport. Yeah. And uh, that meant that we had maybe three hundred dollars in our account to spend for the whole team (laughs) for an entire year and we treated it like a club but were able to be sanctioned by the university if we wanted to play like the university of utah or yeah or um utah state some some of the other things like that and through the years it just really grew and i was the coach for the team for 15 years And um, during that time, we got so good uh, that both our men's and women's racquetball team combined the scores, won the uh, National Racquetball Collegiate three years in a row, 95, 96, and 97. Sylvia, that is amazing. Congratulations on uh, some success there. Now, I just want to clarify, uh, obviously, uh, you ended up being the coach and shepherding, as you said, and and helping them along. Mm -hmm. When you first started playing, though, were you playing as a collegiate athlete in your 40s? Or were you just there practicing and and just kind of involved? Well, I was a, a coach player. Okay, I actually played in the first tournaments that we went to. I love that. that I love awesome. that. So you go back to school in your forties and you're like, I've still got some eligibility, right? <laughs> NCAA rules. I've got some eligibility. This I'm going to go play a college sport. Yes. I, I think that is fantastic. That and then is. of course that uh, moved into coaching and, and uh, obviously you've been able to share your love of the game and, and just, I find that incredible. That I find awesome. that incredible. I'll be honest in the back of my head, 
sometimes I still think I've still got four years of eligibility. <laughs> like I didn't use any of that eligibility, <laughs> but you then don't. I keep realizing that I'm so bad at everything. So. <laughs> 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 oh, that's that. That is great, that Sylvia. Is awesome. That is that is just amazing. So let me let me ask you this: um, When you first started playing, it sounds like you picked it up from uh, another woman uh, mm-hmm. who, who who introduced you and brought you into the sport. W- was that pretty common? Was this a, a sport that a lot of women were playing, or were you guys kind of the pioneers at that time? Oh, we were the pioneers, and um, we played at the Orem Fitness Center. And after a couple of years, they asked if there wasn't something I could do to create a program to get women interested. So we did. We had a women's league in the mornings. And I still have friends from that from many years ago. And um, they'd come and put their children in the babysitting um, facilities there. And we really, really enjoyed playing racquetball together. How fun is that? that is it, it's cool. a, it is a great sport. It's it's one that uh, one of the few sports that my wife and I have played together. Not not recently, but when we lived in Cedar City, mm-hmm. we used to play a lot, and uh, it's fun. It's just a fun game. I, I really enjoy racquetball. I want to talk to you about longevity. I mean, you have been in this game for a long time, and that is amazing, yeah. incredible. You yeah. you put decades into this. How have you been able to? to stick with it and to, to stay involved and engaged in this sport. How do you, how do you describe your, your longevity? What's your secret? Oh, that is, that's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did I have a love of the sport, but I really enjoyed the people I was playing with. And it's not a sport you can just go out and, and walk around the block or do or jog or whatever and do alone. You have actually have to have someone in the court with you if you want to play a game. And um, I had people who would encourage me to come and I would encourage them. So you really do need a friend. Mm -hmm. And I had a husband who babysat the kids. (laughs) I love that too. So it was nice for me to get out. Um, After many, many years, I discovered that that was possible. He could do this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. I I love it. Um, You've, you've, as I've said, you've been competing at the games for a very long time. We have a program that we call the endurance awards here at the game where we celebrate longevity and consistency. And this year, Sylvia, you are eligible for the 30 year award, which is a nice letterman's jacket. And we're so excited to present that to you. I'm wondering if over the, the past 30 years, in competing at the World Senior Games, if you have a favorite memory associated with the games? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Actually, one of my favorite memories is uh, a man from New York who was just about ready to turn 90, and there wasn't anyone else for him to play in the games. Yeah. But they had signed him up, and I think the oldest player at that time was about 65, so he was... Pretty considerably older than that. Pretty big age gap. But he used to come and watch the women play racquetball. And because we were more his speed at close to 90. (laughs) At that time, yeah. And we got to be friends with him. And so the following year, we asked if uh, I couldn't play doubles with him in the women's division. And 
just to give him someone yeah. to play with. I love it. And <laughs> so I went down to Kmart there in St. George and <laughs> b- bought a wig and brought it and put, <laughs> handed it to him. <laughs> he actually put that wig put on, the wig on. Wore it. <laughs> and he loved it. Oh. Yes. How so. great is that? What a, what an incredible story of inclusion exactly. and just finding a way to get people involved and, and engaged. And, um, you know, that, that there is an, an age difference there, certainly between oh, yeah. the 65 and the 90 year old, but being <laughs> yes. creative and finding a way to get them a chance to get That's in there right. and, and play. So you, you became doubles partners. Um, how did you fare against everybody else? Did you do okay? Or like, what did that look like? Well, it didn't take them long to realize that all they had to do was hit it to him <laughs> and they won the, the rally. So, <laughs> but we certainly had a good time. You had a great time. He was just a little slower, but you had a great time. And that's, you know what? That's, that's the fun. most important part of a game. <laughs> well, it really is. You know, we it, listen, we all want to win. We right. all want to do our best. We, right. you know, those medals mean something. We all know they're made of more than, right. you know, a, a gold plating on top of a cheap metal underneath. <laughs> we know that they're made of sweat and determination right. and hard work and all those kinds of things. So we all want to go for those things. Right. Uh, that's important. But the World Senior Games really does have just a, a special element of camaraderie exactly. and fun and enjoyment. And that's what it's all about. We Our mission statement is fostering worldwide peace, health, and friendship. That's and right. we feel so strongly about that. We, of course, you know, the health is is done through the competition. Um, but those elements of, of peace and getting mm-hmm. to know one another and Absolutely. realizing that we're all part of the same human family mm-hmm. and we're all just people. And that friendship element is so important. And Sylvia, it just sounds like you have embraced that, that fully exactly. over the past 30 years of involvement. Well, the older you get, the crazier you can get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> No, that is that is wonderful. I want to talk a little bit about your Hall of Fame induction. Let me say congratulations. Yes. Oh, think, thank you so much. That's such an honor to have that on me. I think wow. much, much deserved. Yes. No question in our minds that uh, yes. that's much deserved. What were your feelings when you were notified and said, hey, we've got a place for you in the Hall of Fame at the Huntsman World Senior Games? Whoa. <laughs> I just know that you work really hard to choose some really elite people to be in it. And I'm just really humbled to finally have it happen to me. So well, I think like that's I said, really nice. Very much deserved yes. um, 30 years and, and not just 30 years of playing, right. but this, this story that you shared oh, yeah. of, you know, trying to make a difference in people's lives and finding a way to, to connect people to their sport, whatever that happens to be in your case, of course, it's racquetball, but finding ways to connect people. I know that you have worked not only uh, on the court as a player, which is, you know, what, what the games are about, but you've certainly volunteered your time and your talents and your expertise. And we're excited and grateful to you for all the work that you put in that, that make the games what they are. It's people like you, Sylvia, that make the games great. So, so thank you. And once again, congratulations. And people like you help, you know, people want to come back because you've treated them so nice. So that's nice to say, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) So, so we've talked a little bit about the longevity and uh, how you've, you've been able to stick with this sport for, you know, much longer than 30 years and just enjoyed it. What advice do you have for people 
who are either just starting out or are thinking, maybe my time is over. What would you say to those people? Whoa. If you're not in a wheelchair yet, you have something to, <laughs> to uh, contribute. I shouldn't say wheelchair. I've even watched wheelchair racquetball. Yeah, yeah. I, I know they have that. Uh, they have wheelchair places. everything. So that I shouldn't have used that comparison. <laughs> if, if you haven't relegated yourself to the rocking chair, I should say, That's right. <laughs> then there's plenty more for you to do. And... Uh, more people to meet and enjoy and uh, learn about. So, and I find every year I meet more and more people. I have a lot of friends from this tournament that I really enjoy. Yeah. And you would just have to by default over 30 years. I know that when you walk into the courts or, into a, a, a gathering of racquetball people, you're certainly well known and beloved. And and again, it's just it's more than just the game. Although certainly that's a part of it. You've been successful uh, on that element, but it's it's the reaching out, it's the mm-hmm. friendship, it's the camaraderie, it's the personal touch that you you bring to everything that you do. And uh, we've just loved being associated with you, Sylvia, and, and looking forward to honoring you in a couple of different ways this year. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to the sports, the games do offer, you know, a lot of, of social activities and ceremonies and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if outside of competition, if you have any memories that stand out over the past three decades of the games. Well, every year it's changed for the better and better and better. And to have the opening ceremonies there at the stadium and have the athletes walk across the f- field toward the stands holding a flag that just thrills me every time. And I have done it time and time again, but I wouldn't miss it. It was just been a fun thing to do and inspiring. It so. truly is. It truly it is. is. It, I'll, I'll be honest. That's my favorite part of the games yeah. as well. I, I love opening ceremonies. Mm-hmm. I love those, those smiles and the energy. And I just, I say this all the time, but it's just like there's magic in the air. Yeah. There's just the air just sparkles that night. <laughs> and uh, it just is significant in so many ways. And I love to uh, to feel that spirit, like you said, Sylvia, of all the athletes and the energy and the excitement. There is one more memory. Yes. And, and that's John Morgan. Oh. <laughs> and year after year, he's there and he is an inspiration just to be around him. Yes. And to see him carry that torch and light that cauldron. That was a real thrill. <laughs> yeah. It really is. And we're, we're all just blessed to be associated right. with, uh, with John Morgan for sure. And, you know, as the games have grown, not everybody has had the opportunity that you've had Sylvia to get to know him on a one-on-one basis. It's just impossible right. to get to know everybody, but he certainly is an inspiration and has yeah. been for me and a, certainly a mentor. So uh, excited to see him again this year and, and, yeah. uh, and hope that he can fill that role as yeah. he has over the past 34 years yeah. at the World Senior Games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Sylvia, that's all the time that we've got to visit with you. Thank you so much for yes, joining us. Thank and you. thank you for just everything that you've done to make these games great. I'll be over to watch racquetball this year. So I will come and find you. Oh, thank you, Lil. I will, I'll be looking for you. <laughs> all right. We, we look forward to it. Thank you so much. And you have a wonderful day. Okay. Thank you. 
Ooh, good yeah, stuff. I know. Oh, I kind of got just, teary-eyed yeah, here. I just couldn't amazing. help it. Just amazing. A couple of things just to wrap us up here. Uh, a reminder that registration has closed, but if you missed out on that and want to see what all the fuss is about, mm-hmm. you can check out all the schedules, the rules, all the information that you need to watch the events. That's all at seniorgames.net. And there, of course, you'll find an updated COVID-19 plan and everything you need to know to enjoy the games mm-hmm. as an athlete or a spectator. It's all at uh, seniorgames.net. It's also worth mentioning that you can register now to be a volunteer yes. for the games. And man, we need volunteers. Oh, we gosh, just need we a, sure a truckload of them. And we've always just had the best that have shown up mm-hmm. and helped us out. It takes about 3000 volunteers mm-hmm. to pull this thing together, though. We have opportunities in sports. We have opportunities outside of sports. You can search for your opportunity by day or by interest. And uh, you can find the thing that speaks the most to you Mm -hmm. from a volunteer standpoint. It's very easy to do. Also, when you register to volunteer this year, you'll be automatically entered in a drawing for a brand new e-bike from Charge Bikes. So uh, worth a a shot there. We want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show. We turn it into a podcast. And you can also subscribe anywhere that podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating. You can write a quick review that really helps us spread the word. You can also, you can easily do that on your iPhone by just scrolling down to the bottom of your Apple podcasts app and shooting us some stars there. And you can find this as well as previous shows right on our website. And once again, that is seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought comes from American poet, Nikki Giovanni. And she says, mistakes are a fact of life. It is the response to the errors that counts. Mm -hmm. Good advice, right? Yep. Until next Thursday, stay active.